Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Anime Real Talk, where we share our honest opinions on anime, Japan, news, and much more. It doesn't matter if you're new to anime, if you're a casual or a complete weeb. Join the conversation here. I'm Taoha, and as usual, I'm joined by... Ramin and Russ. How you guys doing? Not bad, not bad. How are you, man? Yeah, I've been doing good. Second week of lockdown. How much Netflix have you binged? <laughs> you know what? Uh... I haven't been watching that much Netflix. I've been watching... Um... Well, I, I watched I watched one show on Netflix, but uh, I'll, I'll see what you guys say. I've mainly just been focusing on my dissertation, but I, yesterday I started watching this this Korean drama on Netflix that I found is this thing called Good Detectives. Yeah. Oh, it's new, right? That. Yeah, it seemed like a fun drama to watch, and I like detective and like detective and police dramas. So yeah, something I'm watching right now. Uh, I've seen uh, Stranger, the Korean drama. So good. Probably one yeah, of my favorites. Yeah, I watched favorites. both of them. Yeah, I really yeah. need to get on this K-drama thing, man. It's so popular. <laughs> I think there's some K-drama which are actually pretty good. A lot of them are, you know, the romance-based. Yeah. Um, a bit sometimes cringy. But <laughs> some of them have really good stories. Crime and detective, you know, like prosecutors, police officers. Yeah. Those are the ones that I like to watch. It just shows you like a whole new aspect of the world. Mm. Like something we'll probably never kind of really see. Actually, right, Roman, yeah. do you watch it with subtitles or without? Because you can speak. It depends on the the genre of the drama. If it's something like police or doctors, where there's a lot of technical vocabulary oh, yeah, involved, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I tend to just watch it with um with subs because I don't know technical vocabulary yeah, in, in okay, Korean. That makes but sense. if it's something very simple, something like say there was the drama called Itaewon Class which was pretty like simple there was a lot of english yeah. in it as well there was a good there was a couple foreign foreign cast members as well so it it, it was a lot easier to digest oh, the, the cover korean looks really cool for that show 
yeah it, it's based on a it's based on a, a webtoon a korean webtoon so yeah yes kind of like korean manhwa but on the web and oh. just a quick note a lot of people might be wondering why they've been hearing nani <laughs> in our previous oh, podcasts yeah. all right yeah. um but yeah nani was essentially just our way of filtering out any f-bombs and any kind of uh, big swear words um and obviously you know now we're not doing that anymore so we might get demonetized or whatever but we're going to be unfiltered <laughs> we're let loose now boys <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah the doors open yeah uh but in terms of netflix i've been watching this series so it's kind of like one of those guilty pleasures um it's called restaurants on the edge have you heard of it Oh, bro, I hate this show. No. <laughs> Do you really watch that show? I, I've watched like two episodes. Like it's so cringe that it gets enjoyable. But I like the aspect of seeing a restaurant, w- which is like absolute shambles. And then it gets turned into something which is like, you know, half decent. Bro, just watch like Hell's Kitchen. Why are you watching this show with the with the three American really cringy hosts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, my God. They, they have a lot so of plastic bad. surgery as well in it. Oh man, it's so bad. Okay, listen. If if you're listening to the podcast, do not watch this show. <laughs> Believe this, me, don't this watch just it. Sounds it's the like, worst thing I've seen. It just sounds like one of those shitty reality TV shows. Bro, it's terrible. That you should not running. watch. It, it was it was good for like bro. when if you have nothing en- else to watch. If you're watch. enjoying this, I'm having I'm having some thoughts on your on your taste in TV shows, bro. It's oh really my god, bad. this guy. It, yeah. I don't Yo, think it was I, late I, I night. can't watch I can't it was late watch night, okay. shows, I had nothing else to watch. I'd already watched the anime, some other TV series. I was like, hmm, I've heard about these restaurants. There's so many cooking restaurants. How about this one? Bro, watch okay. a movie. I, I just thought it was a cool concept because it's set in like different countries. And I was like, oh, I might as well give it a go. Um, and I watched <laughs> like two episodes. Watch? Which one did you watch? Um, I think it was like Malta and another one which was in Hong Kong. Bro, the Hong Kong one, they were so demeaning when they were trying street food. That was what did it for me. I was watching it and I was like, this guy is such a jackass. Like he's standing there and she's like, oh, this is a very famous Hong Kong street food. You must try it. And he looked at it and he went, what is it? And he like didn't (laughs) want to eat it. And I was like, bro, you can't be on, you can't be like a chef on a cooking show and be like, I don't want to eat this street food. Like just shut up and put the fish ball in your mouth. But to be honest, one of the things she showed him was like snake penis juice or something or like snake penis porridge. Like like that's your job. Your job is to taste food. You're a a reality TV chef. You're supposed to eat, you're you're going to a country with, with food that is not from it's not western it's not something yeah. that you're used to and you're you're getting paid for it you can't just be like no i'm not gonna eat this because it's exotic or it's <laughs> it's not something from my palate you're a chef that's the whole yeah, point that, that's the thing that pissed me <laughs> off you could like, you could eat something weird and then get an idea and make something great out of that something weird you know that's what so, that's yeah. what a so chef is would you about. guys eat snake penis soup I'm not a, a chef. chef. I I'm not a chef. That's the thing. That's not my job. And <laughs> it's not my job to to it's sample his job to foods. sample these things in a show. All right. To all let right. people know, you know. Um I don't but anyway, want to watch it, that's for sure. Changing <laughs> topics from uh snake uh penis <laughs> porridge <laughs> or whatever it is. Um have you guys heard of the term Netflix jail? No. What is No, it? no. All right, so Netflix jail is just a term which is used to describe shows that are essentially stuck in Netflix. So when Netflix kind of co-creates a show or buys the licensing and the distributing rights, mm-hmm. um, it's seen to kind of kill off the hype of this kind of show. And okay. a lot of it has happened to anime. So there was a few key anime like 
uh b stars there was like a musical one as well um and a few Don't others and, and a, <laughs> yeah that one's a complete trash um but apparently that happens a lot with anime and netflix in general that's surprising to me because i would have thought that netflix owning the rights to something would have meant that it was more hyped because they have such a big audience base I think I think the thing with Netflix is they don't advertise their anime. That's that's true. that's the thing. That's, that's why people true. don't find out about some of the good content. Say a good manga gets uh, made into an anime, but Netflix either puts money into that production or just mm-hmm. straight up buys the streaming license so that they can solely stream. You know, so yeah, like in true. in those cases, and Netflix really doesn't do a good job advertising their anime because yeah. they don't think that they will make as much money as they would if they advertised their film productions their dramas and and you know their 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 main hollywood style things something that's not cartoon you know because every every time you see a netflix like suggest it's never something that's animated yeah i was gonna say you know whenever you open netflix if you're looking for anime it just kind of pops up i never see something's gonna be advertised or like something's coming out i just see when it's actually come out like with yeah what was it i think it was kakiguri that that came out and i don't know if that was hyped or not but that was just in my to watch list or like same, recommended same. for you and that's the only way i saw it and i have no idea when it came out but in general that's a really good anime i recommend watching it it's a really weird one yeah yeah i have yet to watch i think um i think what's interesting about it is the fact that people say it, it kills the hype because when the anime is released in Japan, um, essentially that's when it's most hyped, uh, yeah. and when that's when people watch it. And if they can watch it yeah. like legally through, you know, Crunchyroll, Funimation, uh, whatever mm-hmm. ways they're doing it, or even if they're you know illegally streaming it, they can watch it like episode by episode, keep up with the hype. I think the main complaint for Netflix Jail comes from the fact that the the series is made and it's shown on Japanese TV. But then six months later, then Netflix releases it. So uh, a lot of people are kind of like sad that it kills the hype because they're hyped for it. But you know what? I can't even see it. Yeah, you hmm. have to wait six months just to just to enjoy it. And like other people have already seen it. You've seen spoilers on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Exactly. And um, one anime in particular uh, is Great Pretender. So when I, I, I actually saw the trailer for this on Netflix... Um, and it was uh, under upcoming releases mm-hmm. and I hadn't heard of it because mm-hmm. it's an actual um, original kind of um, an uh, original anime and obviously they've worked with Studio Wit to produce it um, etc but I saw the trailer I thought it looked cool but then what I realized is there wasn't much hype around it like I checked Twitter I checked a few other places but not many people were actually like speaking about it and I think it might be because of this, you know, Netflix jail idea. But the only the only thing about the only counter that I probably would have on on the argument for Great Pretender not getting too much hype is because the the manga, because a lot of people read manga, right? So they would find out about a certain anime on mm. through through a manga. The manga and yeah. anime were released almost simultaneously during the same month this year. Like I think oh, back really? to back, they were released back to back the both the manga and the and the anime because the anime itself is not a just 
it's made as an anime. It does have a manga to it. So they were released back to back. So I, I do okay. think that might be a reason as to why it probably didn't get as much as much hype. Because it was, the, it was released some, summer this first? year. Yeah, it, it was like June. And then the anime came out late June, beginning of July or something like that this year. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so they yep. were released simultaneously pretty much. What's your uh, what's your opinions on Great Pretender? Because like for me, I knew it was going to be pretty entertaining when, once I heard Studio Wit was involved. I knew the animation was going to be on mm. point. Um, and like the way I like to sum up this anime is that it's a very stylish, entertaining con man story with like Definitely a ton of stylish. twists thrown in, twists and turns, right? Which like no doubt will entice people into the story. Mm. And for me, it kind of revitalized the con man crime anime genre. And I just think it's very unexpected what happens in this anime. You never know what's going to happen. And it's very fun. Like the first scene is literally the main character. Hope I say his name correctly. Uh, <laughs> Makoto. <laughs> Makoto, yeah, you right? Got it, you got it. Yeah, Makoto. Um, he's literally hanging upside down on the Hollywood sign in LA. And we have no idea why he's there, but he's screaming like, please help me, like save me <laughs> with his like, uh, his his Japanese like English. Um but it's like a very crazy start to an anime, you know? Yeah, and I'm actually kind of surprised because um, I didn't see the trailer for it. So it never even popped up on my uh, Netflix. I had to go looking for it. And I'm surprised because, as you said, Studio Wit made it. So I would have thought people would have been going crazy because all of the other animes are bangers. So I'm surprised that no one was really posting about this. But as you said, when I watched the first episode... I was like, damn, this is such a unique story. And it's, as you said, so stylish. Like the way they've done the art is incredible. I like it so much. Yeah. And I feel like uh, it's very, very well written. Uh, mm. it's, it's chaotic, right? You you get like drug kingpins, you get like racing airplanes, car chases. Yeah. And a lot of it is like keeping me on the edge of my seat. And I really want to know like what happens next. It's, it's unpredictable to, to say the least, right? Yeah. And... One thing I really also like is that it, it's in different locations. So it captures like different scenes, like in like LA and Singapore, in London, like perfectly. And we can kind of imagine the life, like uh, what exactly is life like there. And it uses like amazing colors, amazing scenery, key kind of sceneries. Um, and I feel like it's really good at setting the tone um, in, the, in this, in anime, you know? Right, yeah. I think uh, the... The art is uh, is a key key one for me because they the colors they use in the scenes, they use so many colors in each scene. It's almost like nothing I've ever seen before. I remember specifically there was this one scene where it was like the outside of a cafe and um, there were so many colors in the shadows. The shadows were all like blue, green, red. And I thought it was just done really well. And I remember thinking it had such a unique look and it wasn't like something I had seen before. But the look pairs so well with the music. Like, let's talk for a second about the music of the anime. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Like, probably the best I've ever heard. Like, Rami can probably speak a bit more about this, but the OST, uh, OST is very jazz-based. Like, it's a Japanese kind of style of jazz. Yeah, yeah. It's very loud. Uh, and I think I feel like just like the story, the music is also unpredictable. But at times, it can be very suave and very sophisticated. Um, and I think the composer or, or the person who helped write this, his name is Yutaka Yamada. 
Um, and he's also done like the music and soundtracks for Tokyo Girl. Cool. Finland oh, yeah. um, Saga. Okay. Gal, yeah. And this guy is Gal, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's also done Binan Saga. And um, even oh, Freddie wow. Mercury, they got Sony got the rights uh, for Great Pretender by Freddie Mercury. But like, Where I don't think that? you guys knew, right? Where was that? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's at the end. It's the ending. It's of, the ending. The ending yeah, is Freddie Mercury. Every single episode. But I feel like Netflix done you dirty because normally it, it has skips. the auto. Yeah, the auto. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bro, I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. No, it's I like listen, one of the best I, I, songs. I always tend to listen. I don't. I don't skip the first episodes, opening and ending, just just so that I can skip it afterwards. I always skip like, the ending, to be honest. Like I, I always I, listen I, to it, and then after first episode, I'm like, okay, just so that I save myself time. It's you know, if I'm binging, I don't want to be spending half an hour. If I just skip yeah. the beginning, opening and ending, just to save myself some time. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Ramen. Normally, I watch the first, like first episode. I watch the beginning and the ending, and after that, I skip. But I think um, out of the four twenty twenty anime and a, a lot of the anime as well, like that's come out this year, Jujutsu Kaisen ending is probably the dopest. Yeah, I was gonna say it's that's so the only good. ending Bro, I listen to. They, like all the all other anime, I usually just skip the ending because it's usually some Japanese woman singing in a really soft voice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like the characters in school, even though the anime probably has nothing to do with school. Yeah. Um and and that anime has the dopest ending I've ever seen. It's so sick. Jujutsu Kaisen <laughs> actually has a really good opening and ending. Like, yeah, I did a good job. Anybody that says otherwise, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Your, like your, opinion, your opinion opening is good. Yeah, no, it's good. It's 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 a jazzy it's a it's a jazzy opening. I mean, it's yeah. jazz, but I in terms of when you're thinking of anime, like if if you're thinking anime openings, you wouldn't go straight to, oh, jazz. You'd go I think it fits straight up rock. Though. Oh, no, it definitely, it, it works. I don't think a rock song would have worked with the nah. the con man, a lot of money, stealing money from rich yeah. people because there is an association of wealth and jazz. Yeah, that's true. Jazz yeah. or anything classical is always associated with a bit of wealth. You know, like the rich people mm. or the high class are the ones that understand it. As uh, as yeah. they would say, they would understand it more. Not that not yeah. that that makes any sense, but you know, <laughs> it's just always associated. So it makes sense for you, this con <laughs> for this con story, con yeah. man story to to have the jazz element, and that's a really good that's a really good thing. They they went with the perfect choice of music for this yeah. for this anime for sure. And I think also I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but the opening of The Great Pretender, right? It covers all the parts and tells the narrative that of the actual story from start to finish. Did what? you guys notice that? No. No, I, it, I only watched it once, so I never probably paid attention yeah, to it. Yeah, because like, well, when you watch it the first couple of times, you don't really know what the opening is doing because it's very crazy, right? But if yeah, you watch yeah. it after you've seen the whole anime, it tells you the storyline from start to beginning. Like there's there's like flying cars, there's like Makoto running away at the beginning. And then oh. it's like him meeting Laurent, going to LA. Um, then That's like so it goes so to different areas. Before, before, you, before you go through too much, um, I guess don't watch the opening too seriously if you don't want any spoilers. <laughs> yeah, but to be honest, I feel like people won't be able to piece the things together. Uh, they've true. done it in There's such a, a sophisticated way, which I which I just love. And I didn't actually know that it's probably one of the most unique things. Because when I when I first saw it, I was like, oh, okay, it's just like a normal opening. It's very, very jazzy, very unique. But it all fits yeah. together. I had no idea. 
Yeah. And I feel like that's just one of the like that's one of the things I really like about this anime. You you don't know what it's gonna give. But once the con, like once they start doing the con right, era and everything's in motion, like there's little parts of the story which are very segmented, but they all start coming together. Mm-hmm. And then it's it gives you like a big kind of like payoff, which I'll talk about a bit more. Um but do do we want to give a quick plot overview of Great Pretender, just in case uh, people I, don't know? Just before you get into that, I just wanted to go back to the point of the the coloring of the of the anime. Um, for me, this was not a conventional um, anime art style, That's or true. even or even coloring at all. It yeah, it's unique. It was very um, Western comic book style. Like the first thing that I thought oh, yeah. of the of the colors and the the way that the backgrounds were drawn, and this comic booky effect was for, of the movie Spider Man Into the Spider Verse because they used a lot of mm. poppy colors, a lot of really vibrant tones. Yeah. It was it's a very, very similar. it was more it was more a comic book style, stylized in the anime, because no yeah it, I get what you mean. If if you're comparing like say. The only comparison that I could think only because of the opening and the music in the story is, um, what's what's that anime called again? The one that you really like, Cowboy Bebop. Yes, Cowboy Bebop. That's the one. (laughs) And if you if you if you if you compare the two (laughs) art styles, one is more an anime, and the other and yeah, this one's more comic booky. I but think it's not, I it's think not the that characters it's a bad thing. are manga. The characters are like oh, yeah, anime yeah. manga. The, the characters the are definitely anime, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anime manga. More Japanese style, but the 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 artwork, the background. Agree. Definitely a lot more um non-conventional anime, but more say comic book cartoony style. Yeah. I um I definitely felt like it was more of a Western style anime just because of the art style. Um, mm. but I guess, you know, there's clearly demand for that, especially on Netflix. Um, and, and, and I don't think it's a bad thing that the way they kind of chose to create these kind of backgrounds and the way they started to animate it, I think yeah, it's no, actually no, one no. of its it more makes unique sense. points. It makes sense because it's not held in, it, a lot of it's not held in Japan. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, uh, back to the plot of Great Pretender. So Go without any... <laughs> without any big spoilers essentially the plot of the anime focuses around the main character makoto uh makoto makoto edamura and his nickname is edamame um yeah. just because you know laurent likes to take the piss out of him and he essentially is considered the best con man of japan but he doesn't really do too many big heists or anything big be like big cons he just focuses on like the old people and people who are easy to kind of dupe um, but one day he meets like Laurent, a foreigner who's in Japan and he essentially gets outsmarted and he loses his money to him. And the next thing you know is the police are at his door um, and he's basically needs to flee the country because he's a con man. And yeah. he ends up following Laurent and they end up in LA. And this is where the first case begins. I think it's called Los Angeles connection it's all about hollywood mm. um and it's all about how corrupt hollywood is and we follow a filmmaker and we they they essentially they want to fuck him over because and uh because he's a bad guy and they want to take all his money stop there um, stop there stop there stop there you you, <laughs> you you gave a good overview and then you started going into the first the first like chapter of the the anime the first case you don't want to reveal too much of the first case 
yeah, the yeah, beginning of it was good. That's why I wanted to stop you there because you started going in. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was that's yeah. essentially the plot. The it was going at least the plot of it. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think like what I really like about the story, without any you know any more spoilers now, is it's very unpredictable. Like I said before, and yeah. I think this the screenplay is very very good as well. The writer of the actual anime, his name's Ryota Kosawa. And he's actually famous in Japan already because he's written a lot of Japanese J-drama series. Um, a few popular ones which I've heard of as well is like Legal High, um, Confidence Man. And for his screenplay and his writing of these stories, he's actually received various prizes um, in Japan. So like just by hearing this, you kind of know the screenplay and the narrative of this anime will be on point, right? Like every single episode, mm-hmm. the... the the stakes are always raised by the end. You kind of, you you watch an episode and you kind of think you know what's going to happen at the end of the episode. But then new narratives are like suddenly found and then we are led to like these cliffhangers and we're mm-hmm. just instantly just drawn in into every single case, mm-hmm. which has yeah. like multiple kind of pieces that fit off uh, and come together. I think basically after episode three, you're hooked. I I can't I can't right. see if you, if you get if you watch the first three episodes I watched them and I didn't want to stop watching it and I just kept watching it until it was done. Yeah, it's I very addicting. Sat there. Yeah, I sat for like four or five hours and just watched the whole thing. I I just couldn't couldn't stop watching it because, as you said, they leave it on such a good cliffhanger every time that it just makes you want to see more. And I think right, it it, it just it just really drew me in. And the characters themselves are really, really interesting and they all have their own backstory. And I think they they did that very well. Yeah, I, mm. I think um, one thing that I really enjoyed watching when I was watching is is seeing the criminals get fucked over because um, it's always a good payoff at the end of the episode when yeah, we true. see them get fucked over. Because like these criminals, they're seen to be very corrupt they're like pieces of shit who kind of just take advantage of the people around them take mm-hmm. advantage of like women like well, well, whatever yeah. it is they're, they're seen to be like the worst of the worst like mm-hmm. the worst humanity can essentially offer sometimes like they, they even reflect like societal like problems as well but when you see them kind of like lose everything they have and get fucked over that's like probably the best feeling like i got when i was yeah. watching this anime um, and it's something I feel like you can probably rewatch in the future because you want to be like, oh yeah, you know what? That case was really good. I'm going to watch it again or something like that. You know, it gives me a very crime documentary anime feel. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know how many times I could go back and rewatch it. I could probably watch it again one more time just to, you know, focus a little bit more on the details. But yeah, for me, it's a it's a great anime for sure. I just don't think I'd go back to it a lot to to rewatch it. If it was like comprised into like a movie, say a heist movie, something like the Ocean series, oh, then then I could probably watch it over and over again because I've watched the Ocean series like three four times now already. If you think about it, if you watched so each case is around four episodes. If you watched all four just straight, that would kind of be like a movie. Yeah, it probably would be like a a, a big movie, uh, yeah. but it's just the case. I get what you mean, though, because yeah. you, you you know the twists already. Yeah. So it's like I, I'm surprised that you even watch the ocean movies that many times because you know what's going to happen. So yeah, you don't have that I watch wow it in factor. gaps. So it, it's it's a lot it's a lot more fun. I don't know. I there's something about 
the the live action version of a heist um say television series or a um movie compared to a animated version of a heist genre television series or movie you just feel a lot from that because the actors are real the actors are human you just mm. feel the emotions a lot more the the it's more it feels more real than the the stuff on anime or cartoons to be honest, I, know, I still reason. felt the I still felt the same stress, you know, like when you're when you when you see the character, gonna they're trying to trick someone, or you see their disguise is is flaky or whatever. That I still got that stress like I would from a regular a regular heist movie. Yeah, and I, I think like for me the characters in here were very good. Like I think their personalities were so different, mm-hmm. and when they worked together. It was um, just very interesting to watch, like, and to see what happens. And because their personalities were so unique and, like, in my opinion, very interesting, I wanted to know why they were even like in this world to begin with, and what motivated yeah. them. Um, what motivated them? And for for Makoto, right? He's very much the the heart of the group, I think, because mm-hmm. he always kind of sees everything from an emotional standpoint and he has to be invested in order to kind of like pull off the hype and he's not generic because he also has his own motives he won't really follow the plan uh, play by play if there's something good to be done like he'll do it and I feel like I can relate to him the most and Mm -hmm. he's like he's like our kind of view into this um heist world where these guys are taking millions from others like i've never heard of this before but he's just as new so i feel like i could relate to him like a lot more yeah he's a very approachable main character you can you can you can feel yourself when you watch him you know yeah he's completely different to laurent who's more of a fuckboy cool uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah like mastermind like he set everything up from like beforehand before even episode one and you know like even though it's a bit of yoy factors there i thought they were going to ship them together like uh <laughs> Laurent and Makoto. Um, yeah, yeah but yeah he's kind of like the top dog the gentleman you know the cool guy um but d- did you guys have any like favorite characters uh i know i know russell did <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll wait till after ramen i'll wait <laughs> well i had a i guess the most satisfying villain to see get crushed was um james the guy from the third the third the case 007 of, of the art world yeah but in Loaded terms him. of yeah in terms of favorite character i i don't necessarily think i could connect with any of the any of the characters in in this oh but interesting i i enjoyed i enjoyed um laurent's character i think the most because <laughs> i don't know it's just the it's it, he he was he was very condescending but humble at the same time because he never mm. he never claimed everything like this is mine I did it I'm the one yeah, I'm the mastermind true. he just did it and let it happen he just let let it all happen he was just like yeah I'm suave like that I'm I'm chic like that cool guy. but at the same time he was he was also kind of kind of a a dick sometimes as well a bit yeah. a bit arrogant but that yeah. comes that comes with the amount of the smart smartness and like you know experience that he has yeah i describe him as the sunglasses emoji all right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's basically what he's like yeah. i guess that's what yeah. i liked about his character it was very 
he's very true to him himself, not yeah, too much out, mean. not too out there. I mean, my favorite character was um, the girl. So her name is oh Abby. the girl, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, her name's her name's Abby. Is that so, a new waifu? Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't do waifus, but for in this occasion, I might make an exception. Um, <laughs> basically, she's one of the only characters I've ever seen in an anime that's actually Iraqi. Like I've never seen that before. Oh, so when I heard a, that, oh, you're right, she was right. Yeah, so I saw that and I was like, bro, that's <laughs> crazy. Like they made an Iraqi character. I was so excited when I was watching it. And I think they did such a good job with her backstory and with her motivations. I think they're quite interesting. And while it's not 100% true to what probably would happen in real life, I think that it was a good dramatization um, and a good, it, it gave her good motivation to, to become part of the heist. And I think hmm. in general, her character is such a badass that that's really what drew me to, to her specifically as a favorite character. Mm -hmm. And um, while Makoto is interesting and relatable, I think sometimes he can be a bit of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> to yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Oh, for so, sure. So I find it hard to connect with those characters. And I think that her character was, to me, the the like most interesting or coolest out of all of them. Plus, got them Iraqi vibes, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, in, in your opinion, like, what was the best case? I think for me, um, my best case was probably the first one. I think it was the most craziest, the LA connection. Right. Um, how they're dealing with, you know, these corrupt Hollywood stars and uh, these cops and the different stuff that happens and like the ending of that uh, case as well. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect that the ending of that case. I, I kind of did a bit, but then the way they Bro, showed you didn't, it. You didn't think that was going to happen. Come no, no. On. Th th there's one part that I thought would happen, which I don't want to spoil. I think you might know what it is, is as well. Um, but yeah, like another part I did not guess at all. And that's what really kind of got me into the anime full time. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to finish this anime because that turn right there was amazing. How about you guys? For me, it's the th the third case, the one that they did in in London, the art one. That one, I think. Yeah. Even uh, it had all of the developed characters developed a bit, except for Makoto, who just he didn't he he was developing and then just fell fell down because <laughs> he just he oh, completely yeah. fucked up the whole he thing. He dropped and and, and, st and still didn't <laughs> manage to fix it. <laughs> Still yeah, didn't manage yeah. to fix it. So like his development just went out the window there after two <laughs> after two cases. <laughs> Agreed. But it was yeah. it was good seeing everyone else's like character development. And I was really curious to see um uh Cynthia. Cynthia's story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that that was interesting because she's kind of she kind of took a back seat for the majority of the first two cases, yeah. and that one's really giving you a view into her and her backstory. And I think as Tala said before, like the way they do the backstories is just so well done. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think for me, my favorite one was um, Case 2, which is set in Singapore. And for me, the main reason is because, um, number one, that's when you find out uh, more about Abby's backstory. So obviously, yeah. her being my favorite character, I Yeah, your waifu, yeah. And then <laughs> Don't the, lie, other reason, the, <laughs> yeah, the other reason is because um, the villains in that um, like case are probably some Saudi princes. It doesn't say where they're from, but those mandem looking right. from Saudi, 
and they have a, enough money to start uh, a, a airplane race. So obviously, there got to be some wealthy Arabs. And one of the dudes is wearing like a thobe and like a girl <laughs> and everything. And he yeah. is—he so, was such a dick, dude. He was so fucking disrespectful. That was the thing that made me laugh so much. He was <laughs> talking to people in the most condescending way, and it was killing me. It was such a funny episode just because of that villain. Yeah. Right, um, right. And I think I think for me I related a lot to that epi- that that case in general and um what was going on and um just the villains in general like the way they spoke to people. Yeah, I think it's pretty interesting that I I like the first one, he liked the second one, Ramen likes the third one the most. I think yeah. I think to Ramen's point as well what he said before like you know Makato he forced through at the last you know the last um mm. the case right. Yeah. I think that's one of the key points which uh, I wanted from this anime a lot. I wanted Mokato to get his own heist because, you know, it felt like he was training up to be it. You know, he had like a motivation. He was finally in this con world for good. And then he just fucks it all up. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't expecting him to get his own heist at all. I don't think I expect him to get his own heist even in the the next um, season, the the last case. Because the next season's coming out soon, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next, when is it? Almost I think it's uh, November twenty like fifth. So I think it should be out like potentially uh, a week after this episode releases. But yeah, yeah. that that's a uh, nine episodes. Uh, it's essentially part two of Great Pretender, and it's titled Wizard of the Far East. Yeah, this is this is definitely going to be Laurent's um, backstory. More Dude, on that's gonna more be on a him. Really sick. Case. I think he's just scammed everyone in Asia. <laughs> but I don't. I just. I, yeah, I just. Is. I just don't think that they're gonna give, and I don't expect the there to be a solo case that Makoto will take care of because he's just too rookie. He 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 was a small time scammer, a small time con man, if even a con man. He was just like a little baby scammer in japan no, bro, he was the best con thing. man of japan what do you want yeah, about self-proclaimed yeah. uh, well the, the scams <laughs> that the, the the cons the cons the cons that he did weren't to to the scale of what yeah, yeah for sure, Tier, for sure. Uh, Laurent and everyone everyone were doing so in terms of like being the best he was kind of like a small fry he was the best of the small fry in in in, in my opinion at least so i just don't expect him to get his own like you know, he, his own like planning and everything like that. Because I don't just just don't think he's ready yet. Yeah, That's especially in the short it's, time. It's a nine episode season, right? So, I mean, all the other cases are about four episodes. So I'd be surprised if he, if it was just Laurent's backstory, because that might would be, be a massive backstory. Yeah, I, I, think, I think, think it's gonna be. I think it might be two two different cases put together, uh, but all like linked to but Laurent, Laurent. Oh. and um, like. I also want to talk about other Netflix anime. So before we head into that, right? Any any last words on Great Pretender? A hundred percent watch it. Yeah, go, definitely, go watch definitely it. watch it. It's yeah. it's it's a good it's a good fun watch for sure. Yeah, exactly. I would recommend it as well. It's on Netflix as well, so <laughs> you might as well go and watch it. Yeah. Stellar. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like Netflix anime in general, like their original programming. Um, I, I've seen like a few and I think my statement on Netflix anime in general would probably probably be it's either hit or miss, right? You have those good anime, but then you have those absolute shitter anime, Terrible. right? So yeah. like for me, I watched uh, quite a few. So I'll, I'll quickly list them out. 
and say, you know, which ones I, I kind of liked and which yeah. ones I didn't. So the first one is like Seven Seeds. So it's it's like a post-apocalyptic world um, where there's like massive insects, they're trapped on an island, they're trying to get off. So I, the thing here is I felt like the story was like, had so much potential and like it was going in a good way, but I felt like mm. it just fell through after a few few episodes. I gave it that three episode rule. Dude, I mm. don't think I don't think it was that bad. I watched the first season. The second season's come out. I haven't yet gotten to watch it, which maybe says something. Yep, exactly. Um, <laughs> but I thought I thought so the way they ended it was quite interesting and and what the seven seeds means in the title. I think as you said there was definitely potential and I enjoyed watching it. And in general, I watch quite a lot of the Netflix animes because you can watch them on the tube when you're going to work when we actually used to go to work. <laughs> so that was a pretty good watch for going to going to work. I was I was pretty happy with it. Yeah, it was it was pretty casual. I'd say mediocre. Um, the other one I know is pretty controversial as well. It's Arjun. So in my opinion, Bro, I I really liked Arjun because of the story, how it was unique. Like fair enough, the animation's a bit. Uh, Bro, the, an- the the anime has completely destroyed it. Just go read the manga. I don't know why you bothered watching. Read it. the it's manga. The manga's the most- really good. <laughs> it's, it's the most 3d piece of shit graphics i've ever seen it looks that's, terrible yeah that's the only reason why i didn't because i because they show the trailer or you can see the trailer on on netflix for ajin and as soon as i saw this shitty 3d graphics like <laughs> horrible it wasn't even like well-made yeah, 3d graphics Bro, it's like a, it's like CGI. it was so shit <laughs> looking i was like you know what i'll just carry on reading i'm not even gonna bother watching it oh, that's damn. like the only anime that if it's made with shit CGI and graphics, like if it looks really bad, then I'm going to be like, okay, I'll give up my hopes for watching it in as, as an action animated thing. I'll just imagine it as I'm reading the manga. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which other anime did you guys watch from Netflix? Oh, well, Dora Hedoro, bro. Oh, yeah. I need to watch slaps. that. Watched so it, yeah. good, so good. Ramen, Ramen, Defo, watch it. And I think that's an example on the other end of the spectrum from a gin of 3D done right. CGI. And I think, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, CGI done right. And I think um, before that, I had never really enjoyed any CGI in anime. I mean, like I was really not a fan of it and I really prefer the old drawn art style. Wait, have you, never, have you watched Digimon before? Yeah, but it's not it's not like a major part of the of the animation. Oh, is it? Right? Oh, okay. It's, I see. I, it's like thrown I, I see in, but this saying. one is mostly mostly CGI. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, I think they, they perfected it. Yeah, yeah, they did a really good job, and I didn't feel like it took away from the story, and I I almost actually liked the art style. I genuinely liked the way the characters looked and moved, and um, the way that it played in with the world. And I think that anime in general has a very unique story because the way so it's about. Um, a, a guy who has a crocodile head and his name is Kaiman. And mm-hmm. basically it's a world where um, Earth is called the hole and you don't really see much of it. You just kind of see where Kaiman lives. So there's probably there's potentially more to come in, in the world itself, but hmm. um, it's called the hole. And basically there's another world where magicians live and they come to the hole to practice their magic. So Kaiman wants to figure out why his head is turned into a crocodile head and how to turn it back. And um, the anime is is done really well. Like it's it's very unique story, and the magicians are really not your typical magicians. 
Yeah. And I think the way that they use magic is so unheard of. Like it's black yeah. smoke that comes out of their like fingers and stuff. And like one, one thing when I was watching um, Dora Hidora, right, it gave me like a lot of um, like Hong Kong vibes for some reason, like the whole. It gave yeah. me like Hong Kong vibes because it was like raining. Punk. Yeah, exactly. Very, very steampunky. And the general kind of story is like just so unique the way that they use um, like magic, how they transport mm -hmm. around. Like one of the guys, his main magic is literally turning everything into fucking mushrooms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? And it's just like, what? And then there's like two other guys who uh, wear masks. All right, they're, not, they're not both guys, but no spoiler here. <laughs> uh, but there's two people who wear masks. Um, and they're basically like a cleanup squad and they literally yeah. just go out and fucking like assassinate anybody. There's even like an episode with like fucking zombies in it. Yeah, so, it's it's a really wild story. Yeah, like the story here, like every single episode is so unique and so different. Um, so I, I definitely enjoyed watching that. The only thing is I feel like it finished too quickly. Like uh, after like episode 12 or 13, it's one of those short anime. Yeah, I felt like it just started, you know? Yeah, I I, w I would have liked to have seen the first season be like twenty four episodes, not 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 twelve. But is I guess this, that speaks to how good it was. Is it just a one season, or does this have no, a there's more to, to it? come? Hopefully, hopefully there's does more it, to come. Is this a like just anime, or does it have a manga as well? Has a manga. Yeah. Oh, okay. I might. Oh, I, I, might start I, reading I honestly that, don't yeah. know. I'm a much more of an anime guy. Right, yeah, I might, I might give that a read first. Yeah, it's got a it's got a unique art style as well. So I think uh, you guys would probably enjoy it. Um, but other than those ones, uh, Ramen, have you seen any? Uh, Netflix, what they call the Netflix originals, not many. I have, I think, all of the anime that they have on Netflix on my list to watch. Like, I think most of them actually, not all. Some of them I watch the trailers, like Ajin. And then you guys told me about Beastars and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll just remove these from, from the list because <laughs> Beastars, is so Beastars clearly is shit and Ajin looks shit. So <laughs> I, I removed them. But I, I have most of the animes on my, like that that you can view on Netflix on my yeah. list. The only one that I've actually watched apart from Great Pretender that's classified as a, classed as a Netflix original, as they say, is Violet Evergarden. Because oh. the story is so beautiful. Yeah, it's really in, good. in the anime. It's uh, I actually I watched it when I was in New York on holiday with my family to visit family last year. Yeah, last summer. And I like me and my cousins and my sister, we just stayed at home while the while the parents all left and we just binged Violet Evergarden the whole day. That says a lot because you're yeah. in New York on holiday and you decide to stay in and watch this anime. Yeah, <laughs> oh, really? and we the, there was like two of them are babies, but three of us were over the age of seventeen. So we kind yeah. we understood and like we got really emotional watching it. So it's just so so the story beautiful. is really really would good. Would you would you recommend it to me? No, no, <laughs> Why? just immediately 100%. no. You'd get you'd get bored of the anime. From how, how many how many explosions? How, how, how many how many yeah, guns? Exactly. How, how, how many uh, exactly how many deaths? <laughs> In terms of action, I'm you, joking. You, you won't see you won't see as much action per se. It will be like a flashback action kind of thing. It won't be like yeah. a head on. This person's fighting that person. I, I, I from just, yeah gone. I was just gonna say, I tell her you would just watch it and just say, "Oh, Ramen Ross is the slowest anime I've ever seen. Yeah, it's so yeah. slow, slow, slow. That's all you say." 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's see because um, to be honest, I did have it on my on my list, um, and like I did hear about it and how good it is, and I'm willing to give it a shot because it's Kyoto Animation, and Kyoto Animation always yeah. produce such beautiful anime. So you know, e- even if so I don't well. like the story for some reason, I feel like I can probably still appreciate it as a piece of art. It's so oh, well animated. It's so well animated. And you know, the funny thing is about this being a Netflix original, the the second like bonus um part of Violet Evergarden plus the movie are not classed as Netflix originals. Oh you're right. They're they're its own thing. They're just on on Netflix. So it just makes me think some of these Netflix originals definitely aren't Netflix originals. You'd have to like do some research to find out whether they are perp- like made for Netflix perp- like only, purposes only, or whether they were released before and then Netflix just got the sole streaming the rights, you know? Mm. Like, yeah. Whiskers Away was made for Netflix. Oh, I really want to watch that, man. It looks so yeah, cute. Yeah, I, I, I really want to watch that. It <laughs> yeah, was like, it I researched it and it was made for Netflix only. Like, it didn't oh, release wow, okay. anywhere else. It got animated and released on Netflix. Yeah, I guess uh, they probably, like, co-produced it and, and stuff. Like, yeah, um, I guess. I watched uh, Over the Moon uh, recently, like last week. And that was like, um, it's not a Japanese animation. It's actually a Chinese animation, but it's on Netflix. And it's pretty good, but obviously it's not anime related. But I think it was made uh, to be released directly on Netflix. But um, also some other anime, like just shout if you guys have seen this or like have any like any urgent kind of feelings towards these anime, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Hero Mask. Uh, Japan sinks absolute shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, you told us about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go back sinks. into that. Uh, nice of Sidonia. That's oh, uh, yeah, apparently you, the you first anime. Really? On Netflix. Oh, okay. Classed as a Netflix that original. Because it released in... Uh, when did it release? 20, 2016? 20, 2015. Oh, okay. Even before. Wow. Oh, no, no, no. Damn. 2014, 2014. That's, that's oh, when... Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it got released OG. 2014. Yeah. It's the f- it's well at least that's what Netflix says. It's the first yeah. Netflix original anime. Yeah, yeah. And just to go back on Japan Sinks, fucking horrendous, dude. Like it's <laughs> very very similar. More. Yeah, very very similar to um, Devil Man Cry Baby. It's just a fucking depressing watch. Like why why would I watch this shit yeah, on my I free time? Like, like people dying, the world getting fucking destroyed. Ah. Uh, like the plot line is just getting destroyed halfway through things not making sense uh this is why it's fucking retarded this is why we don't recommend you to watch violet evergarden you're, yeah exactly. since you don't like this depressing and sad stories i think i'm probably oh, bro, gonna enjoy so japan things it's just i i i don't mind emotional stories and if it's like something it's earthquakes right and and stuff like that in Japan things. Yeah, I think I'll I'll have to give it a watch. That's watch, why I don't want to recommend it to you. That's why I didn't want to recommend Violet Evergarden to you. <laughs> you would not <laughs> like it. You just would not like the story. If you're saying yeah. this about Japan Six, you would not like the story. You might appreciate the art style though, for sure. Because animated beautifully. But the story, yeah. I don't think you would appreciate it, no. Um, yeah, and I think like Netflix is always also picking up some new anime coming out in 2021. Yeah, that's um, what I'm waiting for. Yeah, I, I think I know which one, but uh, some other ones is Pacific Rim. They're making an anime of that. Hopefully Bro, it's got some good CGI in it. Uh, I don't have high hopes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and didn't they make like four movies for that already? Or three no, movies? two. I, two, even, two, I never watched them. Two. 
I watched yeah. both of them. It was pretty Bro, fun. I didn't, want, I didn't watch them. It's like massive fucking alien dinosaurs uh, and like mecha bots, you know, fighting together. It's like fighting fun, against like, each other. NBC action, like rid- ridiculous, just explosions, huge monsters. I don't know. It just, it kind of looked like the Godzilla films to me and I didn't watch any of them either. Which which oh, Godzilla enough. films? The animated ones Let on Netflix fight. or the real? Like <laughs> no, the no, Hollywood ones. Movie. There's like ten real ones, bro. Which which ones did you watch? Because I I love the two was it two thousand Godzilla movie, which has nothing to do with the Godzilla MonsterVerse. I don't know yeah, if you guys know. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The, the the ones that they've started making with the Stranger oh, the, Things. Oh, the the, the MonsterVerse. Yeah, that one looks terrible. I oh, I, I watch it for the for the sake of. The action of the monsters. That's the only reason to watch it. I don't watch it because it's a great depth story and stuff like that. It's just fun to see the the monsters, mm. the monster verse. It's a new, but, it's but a new well, verse. There's, right? no, there's no monsters in uh, Violet Evergarden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I was, I, I heard that and I got a little bit confused. I was like, why are you connecting <laughs> those two together? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh. Oh, but I, uh, going back to what you said, Tala, the Godzilla animation looks terrible. It's it's just, it's a Jin 2.0. Yeah, probably. There's like uh, five but, of but, those. But the new one, the new one that they're making looks a bit more like traditional animation style. It, it even has like a main guy, which looks like Jin Toki from uh, Jintama. And uh, Russ, I think you're looking forward to the way of the house husband, right? Yeah, bro, that looks so funny. Yeah, have you read the that manga? Looks, <laughs> the manga no, no, is so I funny. didn't, I didn't. But, but when I read the synopsis of that anime... And I saw that it was coming to Netflix. I was thinking like, this is kind of giving me Psyche K vibes. Like it's probably <laughs> going to be super funny. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait as well. Yo, the funny thing about Psyche K, right? So Psyche K, the, the disastrous life of, life of Psyche yeah. K, the anime on Netflix is just, it's, it's just the anime, right? Yeah. But Netflix, because I don't think they could get the rights, streaming rights for the original. So they just made a remake of it and called it a Netflix anime. The reawakening Dude, really, of really Psyche K. Though. Huh? It's really That's good. crazy. What, even the second one? Yeah, oh, well, the, oh, se- I, the second I, one's like, the second season's debatable. It's it's definitely not as good as the first oh, one. Oh, no, I'm not I talking about the second it. season. I'm talking about season four. Oh, really? So, so there's three seasons for the disastrous life of, life of Psyche K, which is not the Netflix original classified classed as netflix original but then there's a another one called disastrous life of psyche k reawakened which does have the netflix original tag on it that's supposedly supposed to be the season four of it but it's just a re kind of like a remake because i guess netflix couldn't get the rights for to call the original one a netflix original so they just made their own i I watched i watched reawakened It, it wasn't it wasn't terrible Oh, I, I I don't know. I've been, I I watched like one episode at yours. We watched yeah, it's, one it's, one episode. So at yeah, yours. that that, so that was a disastrous life. That was like yeah, the that first, was the origin, the normal yeah, one. Yeah, the, the original one's so much better, but the the Netflix like new one isn't that bad. It's yeah, it's definitely not it. as good, but it's not a, it's not terrible. But that's yeah. definitely a recommendation. Defo watch that. Super funny. Yeah. I think uh, just to wrap up like the conversation around this whole Netflix jail, um, I think my like last opinions and thoughts on Netflix jail is, yeah, okay, like Netflix sometimes co-produces and co-kind of like owns these animes and like, you know, you can only see them on Netflix. But I feel like it doesn't make much of a difference. Like it's 2020, 
if you don't have Netflix, <laughs> like I don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> like it's so easy to access. You can even like get it from your from like your parents or it's like you know free. your family members. Like someone who has it. I know people who fucking share it, like between their friends. Yeah, right? that's true. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll 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 let I'll I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything about everyone <laughs> having Netflix, but you know. Um on Netflix jail though I'm uh, not the biggest fan of 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 Netflix of the of their of the way that they're going about this Netflix jail thing cuz if they advertise the animes right you know how everyone knows Crunchyroll you watch anime on Crunchyroll mm. that's where you go watch it if you if you don't watch it illegally but you pay for streaming service or say Hulu or Funimations Mm. You watch anime on there because they saw they advertise it. If if Netflix did advertise their animes properly to the people who love anime, because as you know, everyone can access Netflix now all around the world. Not that yeah. everyone has it, but everyone has access to it, and they can gain access to it. If you really wanted the anime that you call that you call Netflix originals to do well, then you would advertise it. And the reason why animes like Kakegurui or Great Pretender and a lot of the other Netflix animes um, get put into Netflix jails because they just don't get advertised as well. They don't get put mm -hmm. out into the world as much. They, prob they probably get advertised in places like Japan, in the Japanese Netflix, but rest of the world doesn't get as much of the exposure to, to those animes. So it just doesn't, it doesn't blow up as, as well. And some of these deserve to blow up. Yeah, I, I agree. I think um, it, it's definitely true what you said. If they if they had advertised the stuff more, it would it would get a lot more traction. Um, and I think it's always a good thing to have more people um, taking anime and making it their own. So when you like, I know that you guys aren't a huge fan of Netflix original or ramen. You specifically are not a big fan of Netflix originals, but I think them taking the sole rights to, to kind of making that anime and distributing it is going to mean that other providers are going to do the same thing. And I think it's mm -hmm. eventually going to increase the quality of overall anime. Like Dora Hedoro was a step forward for me for CGI animation. And I think that's a Netflix original. I, I don't know 100% whether it's completely Netflix original, but um, that type of thing and seeing that done by other providers like Crunchyroll or Funimation is, is going to just be a good thing for everyone. Oh, yeah. That actually reminds me. Um, I think Crunchyroll got bought out, right, recently. Like, uh, I think last month or a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think Sony, yeah, uh, Sony bought them for like yeah. just under 1 billion. Yeah, I know. It's crazy money, right? That's yeah. crazy money to be spending on anime when something that was not that worth that much a couple of years ago yeah so it's like you know like to your point it's competition versus competition because yeah. sony is it already owns funimation but now if it has crunchyroll they can like and sony is already Join a japanese together. country uh not country a company yeah might as well be might as well be yeah but um yeah i think it's just gonna make animation better like there's obviously downsides and upsides to you know this I whole mean, the netflix jail money, right yeah, but I think, uh, yeah, you're going to get some good ones, good animes from Netflix. You're going to get some shit ones, some good ones, you know, Great Pretender. And speaking of Great Pretender and the scams, I have a very, um, very linked news story. Oh, smooth transition there, my friend. Go on. Yeah. So this news story is in, it's about, it's about a scam in Japan, but 
the scam artist just did a complete shitter and, <laughs> and it's <laughs> fucked up so bad. So it might not be the great pretender um, levels, but it's, it's pretty interesting to see how this guy, you know, just fucked up and got caught. So um, it's essentially police are warning uh, people in Japan that mm-hmm. there's a Shinkansen travel-related scam. So Shinkansen mm. is basically the bullet train in Japan that connects like a lot of places together. Yeah, they are okay. so right. quick and they are so yeah. nice inside. So good. A bit expensive, but but pretty good. Um, and so basically in September sometime, uh, there was like a young lady, young woman. She just finished up her shift, uh, her part-time job in Fukuoka. Mm-hmm. And this is like the largest city in Japan's southwestern island of Kyushu. Um, and when she was walking home, a guy basically approached her and asked her that for help. And mm-hmm. he said to her, I came from Kumamoto on the Shinkansen, but I forgot to take my bag and suitcase when I got off the train. So just for reference, Kumamoto um, is around, um, I think it's 71 miles or 15 kilometers uh, mm-hmm. south of Fukuoka. So it's not close. It's, it's pretty pretty yeah, far away. Far, yeah. When you're talking about, Fu- is it Fukuoka or Fukuoka? Because I'm, I'm just confused. Fukuoka. With an eye. No, it's F U K U O K A. Oh, okay. So, so it's Fukuoka. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why that's why I was really confused because I know of I know of the place Fukuoka, but I thought you were just talking about a different area. But carry on. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, spelling <laughs> spelling error over. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so um he he basically said that someone stole his train, uh, not his train, his bag, and also someone stole his uh, money. Uh, from mm-hmm. his wallet and mm-hmm. he wanted to borrow around 51,000 yen which kind of translates into about $485 or 450 pound borrow um, from huh? a stranger you mean yeah 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 but I, I guess you know Christ. in Japan they're a bit more trust, trusting uh, so he he kind of like convinced her about this money exchange and he said he's going to use the money to eat something um, as well as you know get a hotel for the night and he needs a, he needs a ticket home for the next day that's crazy and, because we wait. barely would give someone four pounds wait that's like 400 pounds <laughs> this, isn't this it? guy wants 400 pounds for a meal a room and a ticket yeah five he star couldn't dining my friend what kind of yeah. fine dining is he doing and what kind of five star luxury hotel is he planning yeah. to stay that he needs 400 pounds and I'm still confused as to how he convinced a woman for food, a room, and a ticket. She's willing to give out four hundred pounds as if that—that's how much <laughs> those three things actually cost. I, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. I, I think I think she's just more of a trusting nature. You don't really expect yeah. a scam in Japan. They're much more honest. You know, I I used to leave my like laptop, my phone around when I was in Japan as well as when I was in Korea. Yeah, no Nobody would steal that. it. You know, it's I like just part never. of their societal values. You know. I never do that, even in Korea, because I know I've been Korea three times, and I know that I can leave my things, things out in the open in a cafe, and I know people won't take it. It's just not. I just no. I yeah. No way. That's the London uh, in you. Never. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never. It's 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 the London in you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the UK ne- in you. Roman's gonna work. be going around thieving phones, bro. Trust, just go Korea yeah. and just don't take leave your everyone's phone on the phone. coffee table. Learn this lesson. <laughs> Trust. Yeah. Don't catch. Um, don't catch. I don't. You don't want me catching you slipping, bro. Oh yeah so um this woman she essentially took pity on him um she went to the atm withdrew the amount that he requested she gave it to him and he wrote down his name and phone number on a piece of paper and he kind of had it as you know call this later it's an iou so i'll I'll pay you back once i get my stuff 
in order. I wish you guys could see Roman's face as Dala reads this story. <laughs> he's, it's he's, so he's literally, it's literally what the fuck, like his face. Um, <laughs> but she she called the number like a few days later uh, for the repayment, obviously, and it was answered by a different person, obviously. Oh, uh, surprise, <laughs> surprise! Yeah, Wait, why did you not check? So the phone she didn't number? confirm. No, nah, she, she she didn't. I guess she trusted it too much, you know. I mean, come oh, on, man. oh my god! I mean, you're giving. Uh, yeah, brain, it's, it's, <laughs> no god. brain cells. No brain cells. Yeah. She has so much money, but no brain cells. Yeah. How unfortunate! So she she realized, like we all realized a while ago, <laughs> that she's yeah. been scammed. <laughs> I realized and, as soon um, as you said four hundred. <laughs> yeah, she she contacted the police, and it turns out like she wasn't the only victim. Uh, mm-hmm. in the Fukuoka area to have this kind of scam played on her. Yeah. So apparently the police uh, nearby, they've said that yeah, since July, they've received dozens of reports uh, of people who have had similar encounters where strangers essentially approach them. They pose as like stranded travelers and they need mm-hmm. some kind of money to help them get back uh, on track. And the, I think the the nail in the coffin here was another incident that happened involved like an 18 year old student so clearly the, mm-hmm. these scammers were uh, targeting younger people young people yeah and it was near Hakata bus terminal uh, which is kind of like near I'm not, not, not really sure where it is but I think uh, it's it's you can take the bus between Hakata and Fukuoka right mm-hmm. um, it's basically in the Oita pre- prefecture it's like two hours east of Fukuoka by bus okay. and a guy basically came to this uh, student and basically said, I need money to do to get back. I need it for the bus ticket. And yeah. he asked like 5,000 yen. And first time the student gave, gave, gave it to him. But then when this happened again, what happened is the same man approached the student with the same story in the same area with the same amount. And he just did it in September. And basically he, he got found out. <laughs> the bad pretender. Yeah. <laughs> Zero brains. My man. Zero totally brains. Totally fucked up. <laughs> no IQ. To be fair though, that's not that much. Like, Ramen, uh, 5,000 yen is about 40 quid. Give that's or take. A, that's so still not, a lot, man. Bad. The fuck? 40 yeah, quid. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't give someone Bruh. 40 quid, but still, it's not like the other one that was 400 pounds. 40 quid. Jesus. I don't yeah. think I've ever given anyone outside. Well, first of all, most people in London have a huge have huge pride in the amount of money that they have so a lot of people never ask people randomly in the street for money unless yeah, they're homeless and for homeless people the most i think i've given a homeless person is five pounds or you just bought them a meal from like like a like sainsbury's or co-op or something like that yeah. like i've gone in and bought whatever they wanted and that would be yeah, a budget of sense. like five six pounds that's the most i've ever done because yeah. even even I mean, even homeless like, people in london would not dare to ask you for more yeah, for than ten pounds. Yeah. They know. <laughs> they know that it's just a rule, you know. It's just one of those Unspoken one of those things. Truth. Yeah, it's they have that kind of humility because I mean they they're in an unfortunate situation. But damn, forty pounds even. Nah, 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 yeah. nah, 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 nah. And uh, on a side note, <laughs> uh, on a side note, yeah. Once things do open up again and we can travel to Japan, and when you guys do travel to Japan, just be wary. Potentially on a Shinkansen, someone's going to come up to you. I'm gonna call they the are police. targeting, you know, younger people, primarily in their twenties or teens. Like, they're going to have to try and speak 
speak uh, ask for 400 or 400 pounds in english and it's just going to be awkward for everyone <laughs> yeah so it's going to be so, so awkward um <laughs> but yeah that's the that's the end of the news story don't be a fucking don't. shit uh scam scam artist yeah, don't be a bad like this guy. Yeah. yeah man zero zero iq scam right there yeah. i mean the person zero made IQ. the person probably made quite a bit of money i mean if it's one person doing it or is it multiple we don't i don't know but whoever made it and what is it with these young kids they are bowling in japan or what i, I have you, no idea geez. You don't know like how much they're making. Maybe that four hundred could have been a been a lot for her, but she well, was you know feeling what? sad. J- Japan, every everyone uses cash, so maybe they just have to carry a lot of cash, and that's oh, like yeah. what she had that's on true. her. Because they barely use card anywhere. When I went there, everything was in cash. I was carrying around so much money. Bro, I I get worried if I carry around hundred pounds. <laughs> how the hell people carry around four hundred pounds worth of cash, yeah. bro? I that's, think it's just well, common. If you have no choice, kind right? of wallet, you, you, do they? <laughs> You don't like have a card. A zip, a zip purse cases. that you zip open and then it's just a wad of like notes. Bro, there's a zip there to protect you, okay? Bro, nah. I think the only people <laughs> that I see here carry that amount of like notes on them are either Arabs or the Chinese foreign exchange <laughs> students. <laughs> Definitely. Those Arabs, are the only people yeah. that I see carry wads of cash in their wallets or like purses. Yeah, yeah especially in London. I don't see anyone else. Most people use card in London, that's why. Yeah, to be honest, I haven't carried cash on me for like the last two years, to be honest. Like True. in in UK, in London, yeah. Obviously, when I'm traveling, it's a different story. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. When but I'm yeah, traveling, uh, I, I, think, I think that's it for this episode, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a wrap that, from me. That's a, that's a wrap. And yeah, we'd like to thank you guys again for listening to our podcast. Um, we've been an Anime Real Talk. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music and pretty much any other listening platform that you listen to music or podcasts on. And we're also on YouTube. So if you do end up watching or listening to a podcast on YouTube, please do give it a like, um, share it with any other anime lovers and do subscribe. Hit that red subscribe button. Yes, hit that red subscribe button to keep up with the videos in case you don't listen to any of the podcasts on a streaming platform and if you do listen to it on uh, apple music do give us a rate it would help us out a lot um if you do have any type of feedback that you would like to give us we have an email call and it's animerealtalk at gmail.com you can give us feedback or give us some kind of ask questions yeah maybe give us a funny news article that you might want to talk us about or suggest a type of topic that you want us to talk about that'd be great as well and do follow us on our Instagram, which is Anime Real Talk Podcast, and our Twitter at Anime Real Talk. Um, that's been all from us today. We'll catch you again next week, same time. Bye. Peace. Have a good one. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.